And welcome to Love Speechless Podcast. My name is Johnny. And I'm Eddie. And we are back with another week of our lovely podcast. Yes, here we are. Johnny, how's it going? It is going. <laughs> how's marathon go? Marathon training going? You have a couple coming up, no? Yes, I have a race in two weeks. Um, you know, it's been a wild journey because <laughs> this is like the first time Actually, it's not true, but this is the first time in a long time that I've, I've trained for a spring race, which means running in the winter, and I am not a winter person. Let me just put that out there. I fucking hate the winter. Yeah. So running in the winter is has been hell. Oh, and that sucks. Thank God that it's getting a little warmer. Um, it's making my runs a little more pleasant, but I'm just ready to get this like next race over with because... I've just been dreading running in the winter. I just ran before this podcast. I'm like, it was it was just not fun. <laughs> How many miles did you run? Uh, today, five. Oh, nice. But it's What's not that me? bad outside right now, though, is it? It's like 40 degrees here. Ugh. Did you see it's going to be like 80 degrees tomorrow and Monday? Yeah, it's supposed to be 60 here, which like I'm so excited about, but... I also have like a long run tomorrow. So tomorrow's 10 miles. This is boring. I don't want to talk about running. But <laughs> <laughs> only to say that my life is consumed with running and planning my whole day around running. And that's my life. Eddie, what's your life? Um, my life is just work and looking for new jobs, basically. That's about it. That's new it. jobs? That's right. Yes. It's Boy. been like crazy at work crazy busy the last two years especially um because i work in housing and low-income housing it's been wild we've uh like doubled in size almost in terms of our case management and i just i'm burnt out on my job so just like something new you're like fuck those poor people (laughs) yeah i'm ready to make my own money no, I, you're ready to be the landlord exactly no i mean I've, I've worked in human services basically my whole entire professional career and uh it's not making me the money that i want to be making and i just i'm ready for something new so yeah just been looking about... for new jobs and uh hanging out really going out every now and then does let me ask you does it feel like covid is over almost no no because to no. me, it's like no one is talking about it anymore. Everything is just like, I don't know. I just don't see it as much on Twitter or in like the news that I follow or consume. Um. Well, yeah, I think the news right now is saturated with potential war. That's but... totally true. <laughs> <laughs> but like to me, this just seems like deja vu. Like we went through this already. Like, like a... a, a a lull in cases right because it's getting warmer and like yeah. it's safer to do things and like be outside and stuff this just seems that, like fully deja vu you think we've got like another a, a new omicron on the other on the other on the other side of the hill there i think it's at the end of the year yeah you think so yeah because this happened last year like all summer like super low like positivity rates that's very true last summer was kind of like a return to normal I'm yeah. hoping this. I'm hoping this summer is like as close to normal as we're gonna get. 
I think it is. I think it's going to be, so it's going to feel very normal. And you're already seeing it, as you said, like people aren't talking about it, but, but like Omicron is, st- I mean, Omicron and COVID is still out there. So like, unless we get everyone vaccinated, which is impossible at this point, it's never going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like even at my job, uh, we, we don't have a mask mandate anymore. So it's kind of it's kind of so, weird just walking around without a mask. Yeah, how does that feel? Are you comfortable with it? So I've told myself that like in public corridors, like when I'm walking around in the building, like in the elevator or in like hallways, I'll wear a mask. But like when I'm at my desk, I don't wear a mask anymore. Do you sit next to people? I do. Yeah. Like, do you guys have, like, barriers in between you? We have, like, cubicle barriers, not, like, full-on walls. So, like, there's still, like, space between, like, the top of the barrier and the ceiling. Gotcha. If that I... makes sense. How about yeah, you? Are you that guys, makes like, sense. Do you guys have, like, uh, partitions in between you guys? Or are you guys all, like, in one big room? Um, We have cubicles, but I, sh- like, I share, like, a cubicle space with, like, a co-worker mm-hmm. and they're like big cubicles um and so like so there's part... like two 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 to two per cubicle right yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah yeah and um like we still have a mask mandate and there doesn't seem it doesn't seem like we just had an update this week and it doesn't seem like that'll be gone for our like specific like for our department mm-hmm. anytime soon which i have like very mixed feelings about because on the one hand I feel, I feel like it's really dumb because like we're we're allowed we have to wear masks mm-hmm. even at our desk, but we're allowed to, to eat at our desk and not have our masks on. Yeah. And like to me, that defeats the whole purpose. Like, if I'm allowed to, and I do, I eat at my desk without a yeah. mask. I'm like, well, then what the fuck is the difference <laughs> if I'm like wearing if I'm not wearing it the whole time? I mean, like, that's it, the it same makes... thing. Like, yeah, but also like, but. At the same time, I do think, like, masks, like, if if we're all not doing it, then it's kind of useless. That's very true. I mean, at this point, it's almost like a security blanket for me now. Because most places, it's not mandated anymore. Um, But, like, it makes me feel comfortable, which is kind of weird because, I don't know. It just, like, I don't know. It's, It's a weird sensation. I hate masks. I hate them so much. I know. I'm not even going to lie. I hate them so much. It's ruining my life because it, like, fucked up my beard. Oh. (laughs) Like, I have, like, a permanent indentation in my beard now, too. Me, too. And, like, I can almost feel it becoming, like, a bald spot, almost. Oh, my God. so ridiculous. I'm like, my beard, no. I hate complaining about it, but it literally ruins my day because, like, I can't even... Like, let's say I go outside for a walk. Like, yeah. I can't even take my mask off because I just have this, like, wild, like, imprint <laughs> of a mask on my yeah. face. And then I have to carry, like, a beard brush on me to, like, like, um, like uh, comb it out. And, like, it's just, it's not cute. It's I not know. cute. It's But here we are complaining about our beards in a global pandemic. I'm during the what could be a, a, a new world war. <laughs> What a fucking crazy world we live in. Mm, truly. <laughs> Speaking of the crazy world we live in, let's talk about nothing of that those topics at all. 
So <laughs> <laughs> that was like my sad attempt at a transition with you know that, that was that was you know what that was? was that was that? high art. That was high <laughs> that was high art. And you know what else is high? Yeah. High school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is art. Our podcast topic this week, bitch. Because any, any. <laughs> that was your transition. You know what? It was way better than it you. was way better than mine. Yeah. There's comment in the in the in the description below if you think my transition was better than Eddie's because you that know it was, was. No, I couldn't even finish mine. I'm giving you that one. That one was much better. <laughs> Anyways, this week's podcast is all about the lovely time between middle school and college which we know to be high school, high school. <laughs> yeah well i just started watching euphoria i finally came oh up. my god <laughs> how are you just gonna drop that little piece of information on our podcast like that look I'm and only, not um... tell me that you were watching euphoria when you know i'm obsessed i'm only on i'm still on episode one but i'm like halfway through the episode like episode one of season one of season one yes yes, yes. okay okay and okay. uh and like i don't know i was just like i've had high school on the mind recently so I just wanted us to talk about our high Eddie, school experience. I'm so fucking over you. I'm about what? to like end this podcast. Why? Because Eddie, literally, I tell you, please go watch Euphoria. You have to wait until the season is over for you to get into it. <laughs> You're such a little piece of shit. But we can talk about you it. Can just, like... We can never, like, ha- enjoy nice things because you're always, you're always like, no, it's too cool. It's, like, too happening right now. Well, now that it's over, we can I can watch oh, it. God. I literally... There, I, I, like, there was a point where I was, like, I was going to propose to you to, like, let's stop having, like, a RuPaul's Drag Race corner and just have Euphoria corner because there's oh, so much to talk about. That would have been sh- fun. Well, you fucked it up. Okay, anyways, back to high school. <laughs> Eddie, where'd you go to high school? Do you want to say on the podcast? I don't care where. Yeah, I went to Mount Vernon High School. It is in Northern Virginia in Alexandria. Uh, it was a very interesting makeup because Mount Vernon was made up of like the really rich side of Mount Vernon, which is by the river. So it was like a bunch of like wealthy, rich people. And then like the poor people on the other side of route one, which was us, (laughs) which is where I lived. So it was a very, it was a very weird school to be at. How about you? I, we were from the same County. Um, I went to Thomas Alva Edison high school. Oh my God. <laughs> locally known as Edison. <laughs> you guys were the Eagles, right? Yeah, go Eagles. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, very similar to Mount Vernon. Like Edison had a very diverse, very eclectic mix of students. And honestly, like looking back, you know, high school is not great for a lot of people, but I, I, I feel like it was super important for me to be there. I feel like I grew a lot at that school because of the people I was surrounded by. Yeah. I would say the first two years of my high school experience were really, really bad. Really? Uh, yeah, they were really, really bad. Like my freshman year, uh, because because of where I grew up in Sequoia, um, like I kind of grew up around like the, the thuggy kind of guys and mm-hmm. – uh, um, so I kind of was trying to imitate that, and I'm nothing like that at all. And so my freshman year, it was me trying to be thuggish, and then 
my sophomore year was me trying to like be my own person, and I wasn't really in, in my in my real high school group friends until my junior year. So. I can already picture you in like a Tweety Bird graffiti T-shirt <laughs> yeah. and like baggy <laughs> pants with like the rubber bands and the Air to- Force ones. Totally, but like totally see that. that was me, but like not pulling it off at all. Like I'm like <laughs> because I'm like so I'm not fat at all. I'm like a soft boy. I'm not. I'm, there's nothing like hard about me. So. <laughs> so like were you like were you in a clique or did you have like you know how like there's like those stereotypes in like high school movies or tv shows were you like in a stereotype stereotypical like group in high school um not stereotypically but i guess meaning so i was definitely like a band nerd in high school Mm -hmm. and like to this day still am but like that i guess that was my like core activity and like what my life was around but i wouldn't say my friends were only band geeks like i i had friends in my like grade and stuff so i don't know i I don't think it was like a very stereotypical experience for me were you in like a, a particular group yeah, I was, like, in, like, the nerdy group. Like, the nerdy, but the nerdy, like, I wouldn't say nerdy cool kids, because cool is relative, but, like, the nerdy kids who weren't, like, super picked on, basically. So you were in Glee? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Except without the singing. Because, like, we were, like, because uh, my sophomore year, or my junior year is when we went full IB, and so... I only was taking classes with everybody else who was full IB. So it was just a bunch of like ambitious nerds, basically like trying to get like top 10 on uh, in school, in the, when, when, in the school rankings. Literally every time you say that, it blows my mind. What? I just like can't imagine you in full IB and I can't imagine Maddie in full IB because <laughs> that shit is fucking hard. Like it is no joke no, it for is no like joke. listeners yeah. who might not know because like IB is actually not that popular, but it is like the international version of AP classes um, stands for like international baccalaureate and it's a fucking hard program to do in high school. Like I I took all of the classes, but I didn't do full, which means I didn't do like TOK and like the community service and like all of that part of it. But I yeah. took like all the classes um, and that shit is not like not easy. Like <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how you survived that. Did you survive that? Did it scar you? What was your experience? No, it, well, it, it's, it helped me a lot because in college, my freshman and sophomore year were like a complete joke to me. Because, like, I was already taking those level classes in, in high school. And I was doing it, like, in college, it's... College is a lot more about, like, critical thinking than it is about, like, making sure you turn in things on time. I mean, there still is that, but, like, it's just not as... So I would say, like, my high school classes were just harder in terms of, like, timelines and, like, time management than it was in, in high school or in college. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess in that sense, yeah, I don't know. Help. It was better. I still have like chills. I like. I feel like <laughs> I just remember like being immensely stressed in high school because. Oh of, no! Like because of those classes and like being up all night and just like not knowing. We were I fully also... like we were fully like having like adult problems. Like I remember like half of us would like come into class with like Starbucks coffee and like 
jackets and like briefcases like we were we were like little adults it was crazy yeah part of me looking back is is like was that healthy <laughs> like i don't know, <laughs> like to be that stressed out in high school i'm like yeah it's 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 all to like prepare you for college but like was i ever that stressed out in college i don't fucking think so i don't no, think i would no i, I don't think <laughs> i ever had anything like I had in high school, uh, like my I, like the, the IB exams or like uh, the the like having to find that like volunteer and having it to be like something that was so good that it would look fantastic on college applications. Like I never had that kind of like stress in college. Right. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm always just like curious if like that was a particular period in time or if like that is still the same dynamic in high school right now i'm sure it's I feel worse like, do you think so i have yeah. no idea i feel like, like kids I... kids these days like they have a lot more pressure to be m- much more successful than than we did but what makes you think that because i don't like i don't really have anything to base that off of but i'm just like is is this not a consistent like trying to do your best to like get into the best school like this happens every year and yeah i mean like i think that's the same but i think like the expectation level and just the world itself is a lot more it gets harder with every generation like our the expectations for like an entry-level position were like much easier when our parents were like in the workforce than they are Mm -hmm. when we were and i think it's even harder the older we get for, you know, generations below us. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes, like, the, the, like, the value of a bachelor's degree has decreased over time. Yeah. Like, now, nowadays, like, today, you basically need a master's degree to, like, get, like, a job, I would say, but. yeah. But I think, but I'm, also... I always wonder, like, is that the same as talking about competitiveness? Like, you can go to like community college and like, and get a master's and probably still be successful. Mm. I I do think like the post high school aspect of everything has kind of we're kind of like becoming more aware of like the lies of it all. I guess like a lot of people are starting to realize that you don't have to go to college to be successful. So I guess in that sense, high school maybe may not be that competitive, but I know that like getting into those institutions is more, highly more competitive than it used to be. Does that make sense? I guess. Yeah. Like so I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I live in New York, and um, I have friends who are teachers here, and uh, I've learned a lot about the New York school system, and I find it fascinating because it's like competitive at the high school level. Like you have to mm. apply to get into these high schools and I'm like what the fuck like I just right. like, can't imagine being having to be competitive like before entering high school well that was like uh what's that uh the science and math uh high school in our area oh uh, Jefferson TJ 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 right you have to apply to get into that high school right right but that was like at that time to me that was so out of my reach like <laughs> I don't I like I never felt that that was like in like even possible for me like you had to be like a genius i seriously considered uh applying for that one like Uh i was a part of a a college transition program uh for minority students in the in like the fairfax area 
And like uh, the counselor that I was working with was like, oh, you, you need to apply to that school. Like, that's how you like get into college and shit. I mean, that school's really? truly one of the best in the nation. Truly, yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it is wild. But I, I, I do see a lot more kids like not going to school at, or not having the pressure to go to college after high school. Did you have that pressure? Like, was that like it always like a, uh, like it was determined, like in the, it was a prophecy that you were going to go to college. Like it was never not going to happen. Oh yeah, 100%. Like it was, there was no other option. Like college was an expectation. And like, uh, to be honest, like a master's was basically an expectation. Really? Particularly. Oh, wait, do you, why do you say it like that? Like it wasn't not no, for you. Well, it wasn't. I mean, going to, un- going to college was for sure an expectation in my family. Getting a master's was not, no. I, th- um, I mean, like I was first born in my family, like male, like the expectations of me were super high um, to like, and also like education at that time and probably still today is like seen as like upward mobility, like the only way for upward yeah. mobility for some people. Yeah. And like, that's why my parents came to this country is like for upward mobility. Like it was an expectation. It's my, it was my way into the circle that is like successful people in the United States. Right. Yeah. For me, it was definitely an expectation. Yeah. No, going to college was for sure an expectation. Like uh, my sister, she only made it to her first year and then she got kicked out her first year. And my, my mom was like, okay, well, you're kicked out of the house because you did not fulfill your end of the agreement. So when, when, it, when it was my turn to, uh, to, go into col- like, to go into college, it was like, you better fucking graduate, you stupid son of a bitch. Like, Wait, did that add? So that added pressure for you? I mean, it definitely added pressure for me to get into college when I was in high school. I mean, in high school, like, especially my junior and, and senior year, I was very driven to succeed and to, like, get into school. Like, that was my only drive, really. Like, I, I did extracurriculars solely just so that I was, like, one of those students who would, like, do an extracurricular just so that I could put that on my, on my college application. Yeah, one hundred percent. I remember that was my relationship with Key Club. <laughs> What's Key Club? Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Like, did you participate in any clubs or like extracurriculars? A ton of them, but like for the same. Like, I. Did what were these, some standouts? Yeah, uh, I was in environmental club. I was in. I think there was like a Spanish club and um, Key Club. What the fuck is Key Club? Like, like you made community... keys? No, it's like community <laughs> service. Oh my god, you're such a nerd. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my goal was to like have the most uh like ribbon or uh what are those like ropes? Oh, the do you ropes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when you graduate? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Like ropes and uh, bitch, I was blinged out. Uh, like I had uh, every fucking color. Uh, like they should have clocked my gayness that day because I had every fucking color. <laughs> you were the colors of the rainbow. I also had one. Um, an award for so like I don't do they have like a senior award ceremony for you like before you graduate like all the seniors and they just give out awards yeah like a senior night or whatever yeah it's just like a senior award ceremony Um, yeah yeah we had that yeah so I had won two awards that year I know I was like and I wasn't expecting either of these um one of them was a scholarship that I had won 
uh, it was like how to write a love story, something like that. Some author that I had applied to and like they presented me the scholarship during the award ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then the second one I got was like like the the highest like band award you can get. It's like every year they like give an award to a band student. And so like I won the award that year and it was like a pink medal. I, I just like, oh, I blinked out at, at graduation. because <laughs> like everything I did. Um, oh, and I was also in band. Um, what else? I don't remember. What were you in? I was part of the Young Democrats in high school. Really I, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> were they were they full at the Young Republicans? Like they weren't accepting like more people. It's it kind of sucks. Well, because I told you, Mount Vernon is like very much like a, one way of the highway and then or one side of the highway versus the other side. And like the Young Republicans was already a like a well established organization in in Mount Vernon. Mm. So they were like a much like it was all white guys, obviously. And like we started the Young Democrats the year like my junior year. And uh it was just it was fun because we were like we were doing it to troll the young Republicans who were like very serious about their stuff. So yeah. But uh I was in the young I was in the Young Democrats, I was in the Spanish Honor Society. That one. That's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the National Honor Society. I was part of the Business Honor Society as well because I thought I wanted to be in like business. So I was in that. I did tennis and I did track and I um what else was really big that I did? Um oh, there was another club. I forget I forget what it's called, but yeah, those were those were my main things that I did. Those were my extracurriculars. Was like your, huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, it was like uh, was your band thing like? Was it very? Were you guys all like good friends? Like, did you party together or? So I didn't really party in high school, actually. Like, that wasn't something I did, mostly because, like, my parents never let me out. (laughs) Like, I did, they did not let me do anything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I was pretty close with my band friends. Band was, like, a super important part of my life in high school. To Like, to this day, like, you've met Natalie. Natalie is, like, like, we met in band. Um, And she's, like, the only high school friend I still have. Do you have any friends from high school? Uh, I mean... Everyone, I mean, I talk about Maddie all the time. So Maddie, and then like, uh, let's see, in high school, aside from Maddie, not really. No, there's still people like that. Like, if they were to message me, or like, we send each other messages via social media every now and then. Yeah, but like nothing like meaningful. No meaningful contact. No. Are there people in high school that like you thought you would still be friends with that you like? Every time they come up on social media, you like check on their lives. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Like our our friend group was, uh, it was like a good like ten fifteen of us, mm-hmm. and so like any of those people, like whenever they pop up in my socials or like whenever I hear their name, I definitely get like a rush of nostalgia. And like even sometimes when we do happen to cross paths, it, it kind of feels like we're like like no time has passed. So but that's pretty cool, I think. Like. I, I wouldn't consider us, like, friends now, but I think that the fact that we were that close in high school kind of connects us still as as adults. How about you? Yeah, yeah. there are a lot of people that I, like, 
still think are like super cool from like high school that like I valued our friendship at that time and like uh they'll come up on my feed and I'm just like oh I hope I like in my mind I'm just like I hope they're doing really well yeah I wish the best for them I like it doesn't really like we're not friends for a reason because like time has passed and we're probably different people but like oh for sure I, I value our friendship at that time in high school exactly it's not it's not even like a matter of like bitter endings it's just time and like distance just separates everything it's so funny because in that time you feel like there's nothing that's gonna like separate us or like i fully bought into like these are my friends forever (laughs) (laughs) i mean some some of them will but like the likely of that happening like the likelihood is pretty small like you know, yeah. everyone has different experiences post high school. Absolutely, like, like everyone completely changes. Like some yeah. of my high school friends have kids now, and like that blows my mind still to this day to think about that. My college friends are like definitely having kids right now, and I'm like, whoo! Like I was like not. Just <laughs> <laughs> like i can't imagine I hanging out with them and there's like a fucking kid there <laughs> oh my you want to hear some really weird shit a kid i say kid because he hit me up on grinder and i saw that the background of his like graduation thing was the mount vernon one and it was like a full two letter like two number like two numbers like uh two num- two digit numbers like above what i graduated with and i was like oof nothing <laughs> like go away oh <laughs> i was like this is weird <laughs> yeah it's yeah. weird because at in high school like age matters a lot yeah like um you know i remember like someone in like a freshman dating a senior is like scandalous yes but i feel true. like i feel like now like I don't know. You're over here, fucking eighteen year olds. So like, <laughs> like I, I feel like age is like I don't, I don't know. It's like such a different thing. But like in in high school, I remember that being like, like a year apart, like really makes a difference for well, some weird reason. There was know? a girl. There was a girl in my high school that was dating a thirty five year old. See, that's just predatory. <laughs> I, and you, the crazy part was like he would come to her softball games. He would just sit there by himself. It was the weirdest thing in the world. Yikes. I know. Like, no shame whatsoever. Was there ever, like, any, like, rumors of, like, teachers hooking up with each other or, like, a teacher and a student being, like, too flirty or, like, crossing those lines? Not that I remember. What about you? No, neither. (laughs) Were there any scandals while you were there? Like, uh, teacher scandals or just scandals just in general? Just life, anything. I mean, we had, like, fights every now and Like, physical fights that were always fun. And, like, uh, like a couple preg- a, a, a couple girls who got pregnant. Um, but aside from that, nothing, like, huge. How about you? Not that I can remember. But, yeah... Uh, no, I can't remember anything, but I'm sure there was some shit. I mean, oh, same yeah. thing. Like, same thing, like, pregnancies, and, and there were fights, like, every fucking day. But, <laughs> you know, I have to admit, I'm gonna admit this on the podcast. Give it to me. I love a fight. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like I just remember like being enthralled in fights. And, Me and too. Most, most of my memories of like good fights are in middle school, not high school, because those middle schoolers like didn't give a shit. Oh, they scrapped. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I I love a good fight. <laughs> I yeah, I love a good fight. I love a good like girl fight. I don't know why, but two girls fighting, I fucking love it. Like just the. Oh, man. I just remember, like, this one girl fight that I saw at school. Like, these girls were going at it. Like, just slamming each other against the locker rooms. It was it was intense. I remember in high school, like, the biggest fights actually happened, like, at the bus stop. <laughs> like, before this school? Was, no, before and after school. Yeah. I remember my, my friend's sister got jumped <laughs> Holy shit. She got her shit busted. I felt Uh, so bad. And like she was like I like I mean she was my friend's sister. Like I don't I don't know why we didn't do anything. (laughs) I guess we were all like, you know how there's that thing like let them fight it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like shit, I remember that like oh, I remember that so clearly. I had one well my uh my drive home on the bus, whenever I was on the bus, uh those like the bus fights on the bus they used to like rock my world because there were people like jumping over roads just going at it it was so much fun watching a fight did you ever have a crush on like any teachers Mm, no oh i used to have a huge crush on my physics teacher i like i fell in love with him pretty much mr sabache he was like uh a younger teacher like it was his first year teaching and he was from like the south and all ev- all the girls would flirt with him like everyone was just like enamored with him basically and i i remember i saw him like in college because he was uh t- getting his master's and i would be like hello charlie and he'd be like don't call me that like, <laughs> <laughs> like he would be like go away like i i thought i got rid of you <laughs> we had one teacher that was like straight out of college got mm-hmm. landed her first job um and i remember she she was my ib math sl teacher i think that's what it was sl whatever mm-hmm. standard level yeah, yeah yeah anyways she went to william and mary i remember that i think a lot of people like gave her shit because she was like young mm-hmm. and i feel bad but like she was also really mean so mm-hmm. like which I think it was like a defense mechanism. She had to be mean, like otherwise the students were gonna like trample her. Yeah. But um, that was the only one that was like super young, and everyone else was like old. <laughs> was like, uh, were there like any like super out kids in in your school when you were in high school? I, I guess I don't. I don't really remember. I don't remember, like, queerness like that in high school. It was, like, a very, like, college thing for me. So I don't remember, but I, there had to have been. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Uh, there was, like, one or two. I remember what my... Uh, uh, I had two, like, queer high school teachers. And... Uh, oh. Yeah. I think I class. I think I meant, like, students. No, I meant students as well. Like, there was, like, one or two students who were out, but, like... Um, there was never like a huge deal about them or anything like that. They were just open. 
and like no one really bothered them about it but uh in terms of like the teachers there was like two out teachers and it was weird because one of them was like a very old uh person a very old old out out guy and he was like my favorite teacher he was like my history teacher he was really cool i liked him a lot so if you what was like your best like subject in school that you thought you were gonna like major in and like do well in um i think like any gay i think i feel like most gay guys or most gay people or queer people are like really good at english (laughs) i was like just really good in english i that's not true (laughs) (laughs) i think it is true i was in fucking esl classes until like high school i think how you were born here but i think it was like an automatic thing at that time it's like if you were like i don't know how they found out but if you were like first gen they like automatically like put you in these classes i mean but yeah english, that for me too but then english they saw not... that i could speak english and they put me back into it well bitch they didn't see that with me they were like you should you suck <laughs> English was not. I'm also like very dyslexic, so like English was never gonna be for me. To this day, I've never, I've never in my life read a book front to back ever. Oh, I remember in high school English just like sparks notes, everything. Jeez, no, I loved English and I loved uh, history or social studies. Those were like my two things, my my passions. I I love 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 history so much. I was I really good at history. Yeah. It's not, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily, like, I don't like history, mm-hmm. but it's what I did the best in, in, in high school. Yeah, I love writing papers, so, like, those are the two subjects where you just are always writing papers. I like, I love, like, just critical thought in general. So. Well, I'm gonna say that I'm very glad I do not have to go back to high school, though. That show was uh, stressful. Yeah, no, that was gonna be my next question. If you, like, could, like, redo high school but like with the experience and knowledge that you have now would you redo it no i think i i think i got out of high school unscathed like it could have been so much worse and i think i i think i it was fine it was good i don't think if i go do and do it back it would be that much better i agree i think for the resources that i had socially and like what it could have been it, I got off pretty, pretty, pretty unscathed. Like w- when I tell you, like had I had I stuck to like who I was my freshman year, or or like how I was, like I would have had like a miserable high school experience. Like it would have been pretty bad. Like not that I got like bullied a lot, but I certainly didn't have like I hadn't found my like place in in like my in the, in that world, you know? Yeah. So like I'm very thankful that I was able to to find my niche, my, my group before like my high school experience turned into something really, really, really terrible. Yeah. I don't have anything that like scarred me in high school. I don't think, well, I have something that physically scarred me in high school, but (laughs) I went to a party one time and like with a lighter, I tried to like give myself like a little burn and I ended up burning. Oh my God. (laughs) Do you remember there was a time when like, burnt like erasing into your skin was a thing yes like giving yourself those like really like they were like almost like rug burns like, yes yeah, 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 yeah. oh my god little kids are stupid <laughs> did, you right, do, that... did you do prom though real quick did you do prom uh, i did 
did you have a prom date? I did. Our our prom bus actually and iconically uh, broke down on our way to prom, and they couldn't get a replacement. And we showed up to prom with like an hour left. So that was my prom experience. (laughs) And that shit was like the fanciest prom Edison has ever had because it was at the National Building Museum. Yeah. We showed up and they're like fucking mermaids in like the middle of the dance floor in like a fucking fountain. That shit was fancy as fuck. Nice. Did you go both years or did you just go your senior year? My senior year. Uh Uh-huh. I went both years, and I went with Maddie both years. No one she asked. Was my, she was my prom date. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why would you go both years? I'm confused. My junior you prom got... and my senior prom. The, uh, we didn't have that. <laughs> in, in, in my high school, junior juniors could go to prom as well. Interesting. We all, yeah. That was just seniors for us. You know what was funny? My senior prom, like, I was... I was like this like I was in the closet obviously in, in high school and like for like the last two years I had been pretending that I was like in love with this one girl and when it came time for prom I like had no intention of asking her to go to prom but then I was like oh my god I've been saying that I'm in love with this girl for like two years let me like ask her out to prom just so that like I could save face and I asked her how to prom, and she totally said no. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> Damn. I was like, fuck. Like, I wasn't, like, hurt because I don't care about her, but I was, my ego was a little burned, though. Oh, you're so mean because I don't care about her. You're such a douche. <laughs> Making this about yourself, bitch. <laughs> Well, I, just, I hope that I hope that lovely lady is flourishing out here. Oh, she totally is. She's got two kids. She's got a cute husband. She's an engineer. Bitches doing an it for engineer. Herself. Yeah, you fucked up. I know. I should have. <laughs> damn it! I should have been straight. You should have been straight. <laughs> now that bitch is making mad money. She's good. And you're over here like giving some poor people like a dollar, like... <laughs> and only earning a dollar fifty. What could have been? What could have been? been? I know. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's the end of our high school segment. Um, let's move on to RuPaul's Drag Race. Edward, are you watching? I am. Are you watching both both seasons? I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> I stopped watching 14. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday you messaged me and I like, I had it. I still didn't like know what was happening. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't find out that like who left until this morning. So um, are you like going to gay bars on Fridays and not watching Drag Race? No, I'm not going to gay bars. Um, I I have not. I've seen one episode of season fourteen. Like, oh, because I thought you were like period. going out and watch and not watching it, and I was like, you have to intentionally do that. No, I've been like running, so it doesn't work out with my schedule to like. I see. Yeah. Um, um no season 14 is quickly turning into season 13 in that no one is going home this was another double shante and i'm so over it like i told i when i texted you yesterday that uh i'm done with georgia's like i'm done with georgia's she needs to go home now why though i'm still confused like what happened I'm you just, were so pro Georges for a second, and like I don't get why you're not anymore. 
she's still very pretty and she's giving me all the pretty that I like, but I like pretty with substance and she Since when? Since always. That's not true. You've never you you like don't like substance. Like it's like not I love substance. substance. That's why I don't like Valentina cuz she's lack she lacks it. Oh my god. Anyways. <laughs> She's okay, beautiful. so you I can, did I can not acknowledge like... her beauty. So you thought um, Georges won? You just wait. So you thought Georges didn't win the lip sync? She won the lip sync for sure. It's just I don't. I like. It's just that she's just pretty, but she's not giving me anything else. Like she's not giving me a variety of pretty. Like she's giving me pretty, but with the same looks. So I'm I'm done. I've I've said that like episode one. Well, the pretty carried on for me for a little bit, and now it's over. The love the love <laughs> affair is done. <laughs> I have to admit, and I know like this because coming from like it's gonna just sound whiny, but like this season is not it for me. It's just like the all the season all the girls that are still there. I'm not excited about, <laughs> and I feel bad because I feel the same way about. Well, versus the world, like I truly do not care who wins because none of those queens excite me. Um, I will. I think I'm gonna say I think I'm Team Blue for UK versus the world, and I think I'm Team Willow Pill for um, season fourteen. What are your predictions? I am Team Mo Heart. For UK versus the world, and I am team mm, for season fourteen. Mm. It's a toss-up between Willow Pill, Bosco, and Angeria. Those are my three. I hope those are the top three for sure. I think I they feel, will I'm, be. I'm really scared for Angeria because I feel like she's losing steam, and um, that makes me nervous. <laughs> I. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But I think she's she's fully safe though. I think like queens like Lady Camden and Deja Sky have been like surprises for me because they're giving more than I thought they would give. Mm-hmm. And that's refreshing for me because I didn't have I didn't have high hopes for either of them. But they're like pleasantly surprising in the competition. So I'm okay with them lasting a little bit longer. Um why, why Deja? What did she do that was like super like good because i it's, i agree with i agree with lady camden camden has been a pleasant surprise for me i wasn't expecting much um and i hope she makes it far but deja i'm still a hater about like i do not understand why she's on like why she wasn't first out like that's how i feel about her oh, <laughs> well watch the season and you'll understand why i'm saying this no. I've, seen, <laughs> I've like seen episodes i'm just like not watching them i when know it happens it's like through osmosis i get it but uh so, like, okay, so I had, I kind of thought that, like, Deja coming in was going to be, like, a little bit like cornbread. And that's, like, stereotyping on my part, which is what I should not be doing. But I thought she was going to be, like, really loud personality, really funny. And she's not that. And so I was a bit disappointed with her a little bit. But then, like, now that I'm, like, getting to know her better, I like her humor. I like her talking heads. She's, like, a little bit, like, of a, she gives me, like, nerdy, but, like, she gives me like a funny person in a conversation. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they're not funny like out loud, but like in a conversation, they're hilarious kind of thing. 
mm-hmm. or like situational. And I really, I really resonate with that. So that's why I'm liking Deja a lot more now. So, mm-hmm. what are your feelings on Diabetti? Um, hmm. I don't hate her. I like that she is very upfront with how she's feeling. I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about her because I don't like what she's doing in the sense that like I don't like the product. I don't like her, but I like the way that she's acting though. I she's keeping it real and I like that. How about you? Yeah, same. I don't really She's kind of like middle of the road for me. For um, sure. Her her but, drag doesn't excite me. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people have like strong opinions about her, and I really don't. So I was just wondering if you did. No, I really don't. I like, like, I, I like the, I like that she's willing to go there. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of like, this is a competition, and I'm here to win. But also at the same time, she isn't like exciting enough for me to like be fully invested in what she does either way. How there's like eight queens left. I know they're doing that's fucking wild. I know, like this season does seem like last season. And like, and they still have the gold bar like swimming in the ether. Okay, so you know there's. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's gonna be Georgia's. (laughs) 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 RuPaul is in love with that girl. I don't understand how RuPaul falls in love with like these random girls. She loves like the young. She loves Deja. Girls. She loves. Why, 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 does that, why does she love Deja? I thought you said she loves the pretty girls. I yeah, I guess. Did you did you see the looks in the on the runway for this past episode? Yeah, I did. What did you? Okay, so like, what did you think of Deja's uh, Chanel look? The soldier, the shoulder pad look, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The white. She, I think it was like a pinkish color. It was a nod to the Chanel suit, the, the the classic Chanel suit. I don't think anything she has brought to the runway fits her. Yes, I agree. She she does not have good fit, does she? Mm-mm. It's all like too loose on her, which is weird. And she's a big girl, but there have there have been so many big girls on the runway that still present fitted outfits and like Agreed. yeah and and range and deja just doesn't have that yeah i uh, so i thought the look was good but i wasn't like blown away by it what did you think of uh willows um what did she do again she did the spiked hair oh the spike hair too. yeah it was fine i was I, I feel like they i just saw fashion photo review and they loved it and i didn't get it i mean it was fine it wasn't bad. yeah I liked it too. It kind of reminded me of like those quillfish, you know, the yeah. ones that like puff up their cheeks. So that, that's what I was reminded of. It was good. Uh, what did you think of Georgia's? Uh, no, Boo. that was enough. That was enough for me there. And Jackie, Jacqueline, what's her name? Who's Jackie? Jasmine. Oh my god. Jasmine Boot. Boot as well. And then who else is left? Uh, Lady Camden. See, I don't remember these looks. She had the is... she had the Nutcracker look. Oh, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it as well. And then that was it, right? I don't know. Angeria had that like what she said was a club kid look. I was like, that it was a boot. 
yeah that was that's like, why that's... that's why i said earlier i'm like a little nervous because like she the past two episodes she has not been doing well no her runways are they're starting to be a little bit predictable and i don't know how to feel about that but i do love her as a queen so i'm me like too. it's yeah. making me nervous um, I, th- I think i think her personality will carry her through though to, to the end yeah yeah and then uh yeah i don't have anything else to say about drag race to you uh, what about UK versus the world? Hmm. I thought this last episode was good for the American girls. Um, I don't know how to feel about Baga. I, I like the, I like the conversation she had, and I I get what she is as a queen. She's like, she's just a good pub queen. Like you can see her like having a drink with you, and then like giving like a very like messy but not messy performance and you like falling in love with it that's just what she is and i don't know if that like translates well on tv but like parts of it shine through it's like it's weird i'm okay with the top four overall are you i mean i thought jackie was the weakest of the five of them um no this is like a super disappointing top four for me it's like not what i envisioned for this season yeah um and uh, yeah, the only one, I, I I really hope that the final two, like I'm not sure what the format is for the last episode, but I hope that it's the a li- two, it's a lip sync palooza. I really hope that it's blue and Monet in the I'm sorry, not Monet, uh, Mo, um, mm-hmm. in the end, because they've done the best, and I really yeah. like if it is Jujube or the baga in the end like in the final two i'm gonna be pretty pretty upset mm. um question did you think juju won that lip sync versus mo the last uh, last episode no do you no i thought monet won i keep saying monet mo monique yes. mo yes. yes um i thought who am i i'm i'm what's her face uh you're georges i'm georges <laughs> <laughs> You could just say you were really high. <laughs> um, uh, I thought Mo, Mo won that lip sync. I was upset. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, I feel I felt that like Mo deserved a win. Um, going into the finale. Same, same, and like she she kept it cool and she smiled for Juju, but I could see that she was like, "Fuck, I thought this is my night fully." Yeah, I feel I don't know. That was a and, and her look was more referential than Juju's too. Like I think Juju looked gorgeous in her in her gown, but I thought like I thought Mo's was more true to the to the to the challenge. If that makes sense. Mo her repertoire of uh outfits this season has been amazing. It's, it's like, top class, yeah. It's, it's top that tier. is yeah. top tier drag. It really is, yeah. Her and Pangina and Jimbo, Jimbo, yeah, were the three girls that brought the looks this season. Yeah, because you know how the girls post like their looks, uh, if once they've already been kicked out on Instagram, yeah. Like Jimbo's looks have also been very nice, very nice to look at. And I feel like Mo has not been rewarded for that. No, she hasn't. But whatever. I I again. I hope it's blue or mo. There. I will say I'm not that excited about mo because there because of that whole like 
Blue storyline episode one really left a bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And also, like, other smaller stories of, like, just her being, like, not a nice person. So... I don't. I, think, I don't know if I should yeah. be taking that into consideration or not because it's like hearsay. It's like what other people say about her. But also, yeah. if enough people are saying the same thing, you know, there has to be some truth to it. I, I, I think what, at least what I hear a lot of when it comes to Mo is that she's like, not necessarily arrogant, but she's very uh, on the best kind of thing. Is that what you heard mean, as well? I because mean, that's what I've heard. If you're gonna be the best, like if you're gonna act like you're the best, then be the best. Yeah. <laughs> and like Mo, like Mo has the looks, but is like is the rest there? I don't know. I yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I I think entertainment wise, she's there, and I think look wise, she's there. Uh, is she the best though? No. It's so like, um, I don't know. I think this season would have benefited from a larger cast so that we would have had more time to marinate with the queen. And to be honest, for there to actually be stakes, because like having a duet with RuPaul is like a joke as a prize. Truly. Yeah. Like these girls, like if, if, I don't know, if I found out that like I'm competing, but like I'm competing to just sing with RuPaul to a song where I'm probably not even going to earn the money that I deserve if if it is good. Like, I'm just not that excited about that. I have, um, I, I fully agree. I have one little comment I wanted to make before um, we move on. Mm. But I want to say that I'm actually like super proud of uh, Janie Jacquet and like her journey on the show because yeah. I really didn't like her on her season mm-hmm. of um, Holland. Holland. Um, Cause I found her a little bitchy, um, mm-hmm. but this, season like she never took the bait when someone was like trying to get like an angry response out of her like there have been times when like they read her and she was like yeah you're right like (laughs) I can do better next time and she's always taken everything with like a very mature energy this season and even at points where like I don't know she kind of knew that she was like not the best but like her attitude I really appreciated because sometimes sometimes I appreciate like a queen based in reality versus like the delusion that we're often like in which Mm -hmm. I don't I like the delusion but like it's really refreshing to see a queen who like knows she's like not being delusional and so I really appreciate her this more than I thought I would I appreciated her run um on the show well they say that like people from that place of the of the world are very like matter of a fact matter of the fact like they're just like that. They're blunt and they like are not like hurt. Their feelings aren't hurt as easily. And I think that's what Jenny Jenny Jacquet was in Holland and in here. It's just she's just a person who is like very matter uh matter of the fact and like very um blunt and like very okay with receiving criticism. And I do like that about her. Like she was she was willing to like dish it, but she was also willing to take it. And I think that's a huge um, that's a really good personality trait to have, I feel. I wish we got to know more about like Canada and the Netherlands and uh, the Philippines, like on the show. Remember they had that like one segment where they like shot it, taught us like UK slang. And stuff yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they had like similar like geography related moments to the other queens because like 
this that's the whole point of this show is that it's yeah. a world and like here we are in the finale with two americans and two uk girls and i'm like how did we get here like this is super kind of like a letdown yeah. and like well, I, was I, was this a plant like was this always going to be it yeah um so i just wish well, there was more like like entertainment based off of like the different countries i have a feeling that the second season of this which i mean you've already heard the rumors right no i haven't uh it's gonna be in canada and it's gonna be canada versus the world oh shit yeah no i did not know that yeah and so i feel like they're gonna do a lot they're gonna do that a lot a lot more of that than than this because like rupaul rupaul is host no i think it's gonna be brooklyn heights Oh, come on. Okay. I'm okay with that. I like Brooklyn Heights as a judge. I know you're a hating-ass bitch, but... I, I am, but this goes to my point of, like, why why does RuPaul only host certain countries? The white I'm okay one. with that, though. Australia, like, the UK. Like, it's it's so weird. It is weird, but I'm okay with RuPaul not having her hands on this... Because, like, her judging is, like, it's so predictable now. Like, I know exactly which queens are going to make it to the end because you can tell that RuPaul likes them. At least with, like, these other franchises, there's a little bit of unpredictability because, I mean, I mean, production kind of tells you in the, sh- in the episode a little bit, like, who's going to be at the top and who's going to be in the bottom. But we don't know those judges as well as we know RuPaul. So there's a little bit more unpredictability. Anyways, all of this to say, I think the I think the Canada versus the World one is going to be a lot better. Justice for Jimbo. Oh my God, get over it! <laughs> all right, <laughs> um, moving on to our last segment of the podcast, which is our media of the week. Eddie, do you have a media of the week? I actually do, and it's a bit of a broad kind of thing. But this past week, uh, I decided to listen to my. Uh, DC 101 uh, playlist. Uh, for those of you who are not in this area, our DC 101 is kind of like our alternative rock, 90s, 2000s rock uh, station. And they play like that kind of music. So uh, on Monday, I just randomly put it on and I've been listening to like Weezer, Nirvana, like No Doubt, uh, Garbage, like whole, all these old time, not old time, but like all these 90s and 2000s bands and it's like it's so refreshing um because like it's just music of my youth and like i can like see the music video or i can like taste like the food and the snacks that i would eat while watching those kind of videos so yep that's my media of the week what's yours uh i guess euphoria (laughs) i'm very glad (laughs) you're watching it (laughs) yeah um yeah that's it nice all right um thanks everyone for listening to our podcast um feel free to follow us on instagram at low speeches podcast on twitter at low speeches pod and you can email us at low speeches podcast at gmail.com do you have anything to say uh nope that's it see you guys later all right peace out bye everyone bye yay